Um, I think we, let's move on to talk about uh, family. All, all three of you, I believe, uh, are fathers, right? You have, you have children. And we talked a little bit at the end of the last um, uh, uh, recording about what it's like raising children in the United States. Um, but, you know, we were just talking about a, a person living with multiple generations, their own parent and also their own kids. It brings to me the question, um, are there uh, differences between uh, the American family structure and the family structure uh, back in the Democratic Republic of the Congo? Yes, as I said again, my name is Juma Mkata from Voice in the Wilderness Organization. Um, I thank you again, Matthew, for giving us this opportunity to talk to you, our listeners and our viewers. Well, uh, yes, there is a big difference. Uh, a child back home is considered to be a child for everybody or a child for the community. But uh, when it comes to, Amer to American culture, it's totally different. Um, that's why you found... Uh, it's hard even our children to play outside and to mingle with the other children. Where in Africa, children are, are tend to be playing with the others and to uh, share even the meal with the others. So there is a lot of different cultures. And um, raising a child here, as I said, is different, is, is challenge. Um, as uh, this question comes, when, when I'm saying that a child is considered to be a community child, even in terms of school, when a child don't have food, as uh, Emmanuel said, you may be adopted with a different friend, mother. And uh, if he, another neighbor see that you don't, your child don't have food and uh, you don't have nothing to take to school, he will, the other child can share the food with the, 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 uh, the, 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 the with others. Where in America, uh, children or attend to, to have that mentality, what he, is his or what is his, is belongs to, to her alone. Mm. So um, raising children in America is totally different, as Juma mentioned, because our kids back home, a child is belonging to the community. So whenever I see a child is misbehaving, has a negative behaviors. Uh, if I see Juma's child misbehaving, I will not ask Juma a favor to punish the kid. If I see that he's doing something wrong, I will take that responsibility and Juma will not claim that I did wrong because we have that trust whereby you will consider me as a responsible parent to your kid and Juma will do the same. So if I see a child is spoiled, I will not tolerate. I will raise my voice, tell the child that this is not okay. You need to avoid this. But here, the difference is you can do that. So it's a very challenge because uh, we want our kids to have such kind of a mindset where they feel like they belong to the community not belonging to a specific family, not belonging uh, to the position whereby when uh, a child is doing a mistake, he feels, okay, mom will talk to me or dad will talk to me. And whenever someone else intervenes, it will be a problem. I'll, if you try to touch me, I will report that to police. It doesn't happen normally in our culture where we grew up in Democratic Republic of Congo. Mm. 
Yeah, and just to um, add a little bit on that, I'll say that thank you again, uh, Matthew, uh, for inviting us again and on this station. And uh, thank you for all our listeners who are listening to us. And I just want to add a little bit on the topic of about raising kids uh, in community where we come from or a country where we come from, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and here in the U.S., uh, as they've already, you know, spoken that in the Democratic Republic of Congo or in Africa, let's say, because uh, most of African cultures are, you know, similar, you know, uh, Africa, you know, is a continent where or pe- the culture in Africa, people tend to to be collective. Mm-hmm. Coll- it's more like collectivism instead of just individualism, uh, which in America, uh, that's, it's more individualism in here. So, and that's, that is a big challenge for a lot of even kids, uh, who came from Africa and those who are here. So it's here in the U.S., as Juma said, and, uh, Emmanuel, you can't, you can't, um, discipline a child that is not yours. Yeah. It's either, you know, then the parent to have to call the police on you or they're abusing my, my kid or, uh, or something. You just can't do it. Even in your mind, you don't even, <laughs> you're not even allowed to do that. Um, but in Africa, as Emmanuel said, that's how it is. I mean, uh, a child is for the whole community and everybody wants to see the child turning out the, uh, the best child that they can be. And everybody takes that as the responsibility to, to make sure that if there's any advice that they can give to the child or when they're acting weird or they're doing something that is not okay based on the community culture um, or culture, then they have to uh, let them know that what you are doing is not, is not, is not right. And also for parents who come from, uh, unfortunately, I was not uh, lucky enough to have a child in, in, in the Democratic Republic of Congo. But I know that a lot of parents who come here with kids, they really, um, they have a very hard time. Because here, even in schools, kids are taught that they are taught how to call 911. Like if this and this, if your parent does this, because kids, it's more like kids are being interrogated when they go to school. Even if they see something, even if it's a mosquito, they ask like, what is this? Because they just want to dig in the, the, like the system want to know what happened to that child, which is okay. But then when a child says something, Oh, you know, my, my, Maybe my dad pinched me or did this, then it becomes a problem. Then that it becomes a case, you know. So parent, a lot of parents feel like they don't have a say when it comes to to things that have to do with their children, or they cannot discipline their kids anymore because they don't know how how American discipline their kids because they're not even taught that, you know. When they get here, the the resettlement or this, they are not really invested into teaching this newly arriving Americans or new arrivals who are coming to America 
teaching them about how to be better parents in this new, in this new land that they've come into. You know, so that becomes a challenge for kids, but they know that, okay, if I do this to my child, then they either call 911. And then parents feel like, parents feel like kids has, have more power than them. And that's a big challenge. So it, it's, it's pretty hard, um, to raise, uh, for Congolese or a lot of African, uh, people to raise kids in the United States, especially those who are new, those who don't know about the system, the American system and all of that. Uh, I can add on that also. Um, yeah, as he mentioned also about the school system. Yeah, it, it comes even, uh, because it is like now American culture want to dominate uh, uh, Congolese culture or any African cultures. Uh, and uh, that is a problem also because uh, they don't, I would say maybe uh, American system don't also want to uh, study or listen to the other cultures. Uh, we, we found in, a, in, in the community uh, some of parents that in jail now because of being uh, tough of their kids. And uh, the kids now, they have got this freedom to say, oh, I would call 911. And uh, when uh, the police come, sometimes they don't ask because they have got all or ever the information from the, the kids. So they will do whatever they do and uh, you find yourself in, in jail. And uh, this also sometimes it make even uh, the old people and those who didn't go to school to dislike America. Why should, why did they come here? And uh, when you take, uh, in our culture, when you, uh, you, 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 you accuse your parents and your parents found themselves that in jail, this is in our culture, in our community is a case. You see, it's very, very a case for a child. Even the community back home, you will not be considered as, uh, a child among the people. Even whatever you will turn, People, they will say, no, you are not belongs to here. You are not uh, one of us. So that's why a child back home is read, as Emmanuel said, is not my child. It's Emmanuel's child, it's killer child, it's everyone's child. So when the parent sees that and another neighbor parent sees that he did this, what she did is wrong or what he did is wrong, you will be considered you are wrong. And what we see now is different. And the people, they have, they have got fear to talk there to their parents. To their kids and they, they choose now the words how should i talk to this child and you found even uh, because in back home in uh even at 18 years old still considered as a child but now in america at 18 or 17 the way he talked to the mother or the way he talked to his father is totally different <coughs> and we are seeing these cultures now saying that oh i'm 18 now and i can move out from your your, your house we are back home. It won't work like that if you, you agree with me, uh, Emmanuel. I agree with you 100% because I am one of the Congolese children who know this scenario 100%. Mm. Why? Um, imagine Matthew, mm-hmm. a street child, and a widow mom who knows that this street child need to have care 
need to have love as a parent and decide to move you from the street and take responsibility of raising you. So for me, it was a very, a very inspirational thing because my mom, my adoptive mom, I remember she used to earn a wage of $12 a month because she was a cleaner in a school. $12 a month. And we were four children in a house. And the support that we were receiving from WFP, World Food Program, was 12 kilograms of maize per person, three kilograms of beans per person, 0.5 gram of salt, and a half of liter of cooking oil. Woods were unbelievable because I remember we used to go very deep in the village to make sure we find woods to use in a cooking. My adoptive mom didn't care that I am a child who is not a biological child to her. But cause she have that love whereby every child belongs to the community, mm -hmm. she took that responsibility. You understand? Mm -hmm. So from there, it gave me an inspiration what it means to care about whoever is whoever child around the community. It gave me inspiration that whoever need a support need to get it. Why? If she was uneducated, but people from the community used to come to tell me, you know, you can be this. If you work hard, if you study hard, you can be this. Because they have power on me. And they are sure that I will listen to them. If I'm not listening, they will punish me. And they will, they will not judge themselves that they did wrong. That's why from the ideas from the advices I received from that community members who understand a child belongs to the community gave me that chance, even if I was struggling much, to grow and become someone who will raise other people, who will raise other children, who will advocate for other community members. Otherwise, I should not be who I am today if I didn't get chance from that community members who will care much about me. So when we talk about raising a child in America, that's how we as Congolese, we need to raise our children so that they can have that empathy, that love, that respect of every community member to believe that they can bring some important impact in their lives. Well, I think what, what you just said is so important because so many of our listeners, when you were talking for the first part, when you were saying um, how a child belongs to everyone in the community mm -hmm. and therefore can be disciplined by everyone in the community. Mm -hmm. That, I think, in the United States interferes with ideas of personal freedom. 
You know, every parent yeah. has the yeah. right to decide when their child is to be punished or disciplined or yes. anything like that. Mm-hmm. But what Emmanuel you just brought up is the other side of um, of that communal mindset. Um, the cost might be a little bit of freedom. Maybe um, a parent doesn't get the right to decide um, uh, when their child is disciplined. But on the other hand, if a parent can't be there for their child, someone else in the community, like your adoptive mother, will view that child as their own, both when it's time to discipline them, but also when it's time to feed, care for, and encourage them. And I think that's just such a, a, a wonderful point you brought up to show that that, the, that different cultures just operate in different ways. And while the American uh, system might see only the downsides, like the loss of freedom in another system, right. um, what you're bringing up is that is that there is pros and cons to every way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so you've talked about how as parents that can be difficult because uh, just as an American parent might have trouble in, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo when someone else disciplines their child, um, sometimes you, uh, you know, you guys are describing your, your community members aren't sure what's acceptable here. 